Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the We Are United podcast and today we'll be talking about the latest transfer happenings at Man United, including the other clubs, and uh, see what our points of views are. So I'm, I'm joined today with Max at the moment because Hassan is deciding not to pick up. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Max, you there? Hello, my friend Wahid. How are you, sir? Oh, mate, seriously... I am so tired just thinking what is going to happen with United, especially after getting one signing. Okay, uh, now, I've, I've, I've had sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? You have sleep? Hello, yes. Yeah. yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so what are your thoughts? Okay, so this is a reaction show, everyone, uh, boys and girls throughout the world, all my brothers and sisters. So it's just our opinion. Um, so now the crazy sagas involving goalkeepers, <laughs> getting potential attackers, centre backs who are coming and not coming, <laughs> uh, and the other few clubs as well making manoeuvres around this uh, precarious transfer window. That's all now closed up until January. Yeah. Now, I mean, what were your highlights, Wahid? Um, Sergio Ramos signing for United, Gareth Bale, Neymar. You know, the lot. <laughs> I don't Anybody know. Anybody else that we didn't sign? Um, it sounds like we signed everyone. Yeah, Otamendi. We, we, we were literally connected with every single player. I mean, heck, at one point, we were even connected to me. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, really? <laughs> if, if, <laughs> we were connected to more or less everyone on the face of the earth. Uh, I, I don't know what happened. I was expecting a marquee signing, to be honest. I was expecting sure. someone big to come in because, um, I mean, we've been here for, what, two years? Like, for the past two years, Woody's been around and he's he's bound to get at least one marquee player. Like, we've, we've that's what we've learned for the past two, two seasons. But this season, I don't know. Um, what do you think about Anthony Marshall, the signing of Anthony Marshall? Uh, okay, Martial, Marshall, or however you want to say that gorgeous French name, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Bonsoir, sir. Um, now, this kid, what yeah. is he, what, about 19 years old? 19 years old. Yeah. So, I've done some research on the lad. Mm-hmm. So, he's actually a father, would you believe it or not. He's actually married. Damn. Uh, he has a little kid, and his wife has another one on the way. He married his childhood sweetheart. Oh. So, so, for him to do that... Um, I've seen him in the few press conferences that he's um, participated in, uh-huh. uh, pre and post joining Man United. Yeah. Okay, obviously we haven't had the official unveiling because of the international break. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Up and up until um, we play Liverpool next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I understand from him, um, he's been likened to the next Thierry Henry. Okay. Now there's a lot of next this player, next that player, even mm-hmm. the Pies, uh, the next this, the next Ronaldo. But yeah. I think um, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is very young. Yeah. Um, in terms of his speed, I don't. Oh, there's no point me really commenting on that because it could be anything with add-ons from 30 million to 58 million. Uh, apparently, there's some ludicrous um, terms in his or clauses rather in his contract to say if he wins the Ballon d'Or as a Man United player, mm-hmm. then he owes X amount of money to this team and that team, and if he does X, Y, and Z or becomes the top scorer, then he's, we have to pay the club an extra 10 mil. Um, so we got him from Monaco, right? It's Monaco. Yeah, but yeah. Before, 
He was he at Marseille or Leon? He was at Leon. Place? He was at Leon. Uh, I think he, I'm I'm not 100% sure. I think he was at Marseille and then he moved on to Leon. As a prodigy, he was at Marseille. And oh. uh, then he moved on to Leon as as he was starting to get old, like yeah, sure. say 16, 17. So, yeah. So I believe that even with the astronomical um, unconfirmed fee, which is tested out in the media, and it is quite large, regardless of whatever it is, for the most expensive teenager probably to enter the Premier League yeah, in the British Transition. In fact, so, it was just world. I mean, he was he was the most expensive teenager in the world. In the world, yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, because of that, I think it's going to come with a lot of expectations, but because a lot of people don't know who he is, mm. that obviously, apparently the roomie, the captain, not yeah. believe the captain, <laughs> said that he didn't know who he was. And I think in a recent press conference, he addressed it quite well, uh, Marcio, he said that, I understand that really doesn't know who I am, that's fine, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he goes because I can learn a lot from them. I, my preferred position is to be centre forward, mm-hmm. to play in the middle. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand from him, he's quite a young lad. Yeah. Um, he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. In terms of what he can deliver, that's another question itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the reason why he was brought in is I think because of because Van Hal when he gets players, he likes to look at the whole picture as then as a human being. Yeah. But I think yeah. he looked at the kid as a human being. He sees that he's quite young, probably quite mature, responsible. Mm-hmm. He played in the Champions League. Remember when um, he had Bellerin. In his back pocket. Yeah. When he did, yeah. Those two class, was, it, was it two or three classy goals? Against, I think um, it was two. Two he scored. And he ripped them apart. Um, mm, absolutely. But he didn't assist for that as well. And he was the injection of pace in that team. Yeah. So, from what I've um, fig- uh, figured from AS Monaco, mm-hmm. um, the way that their manager likes to play, it's more defensive minded. Mm. But then, once they're on the counter attack, it's really just quick, fast pace. That kind of works in line with what Van Hal's philosophy. Like philosophy or tactics. Yes, that's yeah. the word, the special <laughs> P word. Uh, well, is, now, there's two, now there's two. You got philosophy and you got process. So <laughs> process, yes, yes, yes. What do you think? What do you What do you think the P the P word for next year will be after we're struggling? <laughs> <laughs> panic. <laughs> panic. Yeah. So for philosophy to process to panic. Yeah. I've got another word with P, but I can't say that because I'm trying to be very family friendly in this <laughs> <laughs> podcast. But we we'll leave that we we'll leave that to maybe Hassan if you get in touch with him a bit later on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, from what I've heard, because as I said in the last podcast, I actually know quite a bit about him because uh, sure, you know, uh, two years ago when I was first playing FIFA 13. <laughs> Um, oh, right. That's how you get all your... Um, all your no, no, no. Check this, 13. check this. I was actually playing FIFA 13, right? And I was like, hang on, Anthony Marshall, because I was checking for players who will grow in in the future and, and, and they'll make me money as a United manager. Like, you know, okay. So, so you look for player investments, yeah? Yeah, player investments more or less. And I was sure. looking at a few players and when, you know, you know, in the transfer market, when you go in, it tells you this person's showing yeah, sure. great potential. This person right. is an exciting prospect, etc. So mm-hmm. he started off at like seven, 70, 72 rating. And then from there on, he went up to 92. The kid showed a lot of pace, everything. And then after that, I started watching a few videos of uh, okay. Anthony Marshall and I was like man this this kid is going to be big man one day he's going to be big if he carries on like this 
he's going to be brilliant because what I found out about him was in his second season at Lyon under the, the under 17 team, right? He scored 32 oh. goals in just 21 games. Wow. So, Thir- goal to game ratio is that like to like a um, Falcao before he lost it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, which which even earned him, a, earned him a spot at the France under 17 squad in the European Championships in 2012. Mm. Now, I mean, he, I mean, this kid has a lot of promise. Don't get me wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And you got people like Eric King Cantona, yeah. number seven legend, um, saying that Martial is France's biggest talent, and in three years he could be worth a hundred million euros. Hopefully yeah. he scores many goals for United. So you've got a lot of people from France bigging him up or talking him up rather, saying that he's the next big sensation or the next big thing to come out of France. Yeah, but they, um, said, they also said the same thing about, you know, Varane and Benzema. And Benzema, in my opinion, when he you was... You know what? At... Varane is a different class of player. Varane is still a good player, though. I would, I would, have, I would love to have him. At, I would rather have him than Sergio Ramos at Man United. I'd rather take Laporte, to be honest. No, no, but if you're looking at, for example, a player from an elite club, yeah, 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 yeah to yeah. say if all this time you were linked with, yeah, Mr. Spain, Sergio Ramos, XYZ, the captain of Real Madrid, and do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were playing all these like, football politics for transfers and all that stuff. You kept on being linked with Ramos, Ramos, Ramos. A lot of us knew that there was just a ploy to try and, for him to try and get a bigger contract. Even yeah, yeah, absolutely. Satisfied. I was saying that from right. day one. I was exactly yeah, saying sure. that. Because I mean, it would have been lovely if you got him. That's fine. Nah, I, I, still, I, think... I still wouldn't have won him. I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a footballer. I mean, if you remember when we played Real Madrid uh, in Fergie's last Champions League game uh, for United, when Nani got the, uh, got the red card, I don't know if you remember, we actually got Sergio, because he's, he's that sort of player who gets under pressure really quickly. We actually got him to score on goal. So, right, okay. so I, I don't know. I mean, especially I in the Premier you know League, what? it's difficult. I, everything that you're saying, Wahid, yeah? I would exactly say the same thing because when a lot of people were talking up um, Sergio Ramos, I said, do we really want a player that yeah. we made him score an own goal? Yeah, exactly. But the more, I was, the, the more I was linked with him, the more I was trying to see the positive if it was a potential signing. And I was thinking, okay, it's not too bad. Okay, He's better than Phil Jones. He's yeah. just like Baran, I think he's better than Phil Jones as well by miles. Yeah, we yeah. digress. I mean, going back to Martial, mm. um, do you think that he's a good signing? I think he's a brilliant signing for the future. I mean, if sure. he if he turns out to be... Because apparently Thierry Henry himself said that, you know, at his age, he is better than what Thierry Henry used to be himself. So mm. that's something coming out from a major, major ex-Premier League player. And, I mean, if you remember, I don't know if you know this, but Anthony Marshall... Uh, joined Monaco for a fee of five million. His price skyrocketed within a few yeah, days. Sure. I mean, ten days ago, Chelsea apparently, uh, ten days before uh, United signed him, Chelsea put in a bid for four, uh, thirty million pound. And for who? For for this for for Anthony Marshall. Really? They, well, Ma- I'm gonna call him Martial because you know, yeah, yeah. me and Con- continental, Con- continental ties go hand in hand. <laughs> But, and the reason why I say continental ties is apparently this guy's going to be burning a lot of um, rubber, as it were, if you like him to a car, on the mm. pitch because of his speed and his pace. Yeah, so yeah. He's supposed to be really quick on the counter-attack and he's supposed to be a really basic player. I mean, if you look at a 19-year-old, you look at his build, apparently he's 5'11", so he's about two inches shy off Thierry Henry. He's got yeah. that scrawny kind of physique. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
we all know what what can happen with the world bank. Even Andaniana's are like with a year or two in the gym and so forth as well. And obviously they're still developing and growing as players yeah. and as human beings as well. Mm. So I think I think in terms of potential, that's fine. Obviously the price for me, I think it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But at this moment on time. Mm. We just gotta deal with United as they are. But I don't know. So I mean, Monaco they... even turned. I'm I'm sorry to say this, but Monaco even said sure. themselves this player is untransferable because during the preseason, Tottenham put in a 25 million bid, which was rejected. Then sure. ten days ago, then ten days ago, what happened was uh, was it ten days? Sorry, ten days ago, what happened was uh, was it um, Chelsea? Actually turned around and set, and put in a forty million bid for him, and which was actually rejected. Know. Did you did you did you hear what he did you hear these after we signed him or before? This was before, because before okay. because I was actually following the transfer saga, and then I realised, uh, basically, what's it called? This guy might be going to Chelsea. Okay. Mm. But I mean, we got him. So that's yeah. a positive. Let's see how he does. Obviously, the internationals are coming up. If he gets an opportunity to go to, who's the who's the manager now of the France team now? Uh, Didier Deschamps. Deschamps. Yeah, Didier Deschamps. Deschamps. Yeah. Oh, oh, a bit French, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Didier so Deschamps. <laughs> yeah. So Didier. <laughs> Didier Drogba. Okay. Didier Deschamps. <laughs> Deschamps. <laughs> Deschamps. <laughs> Another fragrance and added toilet. But yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> So the shop has allowed him to come to Man United to have talks, yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. And obviously we've signed him up and so forth as well. Press conference is going to be next week. Okay, what is your quickly? What is your take on the place that we signed mm-hmm. this season? Mm-hmm. The place that we let go. Mm-hmm. Okay, and do we have enough, or do you think something else will be arising upon the surface? Come what may in January, what do you think? Oh, uh, I don't really know. Uh, you know, up until I don't see Anthony Marshall play, I can't. Yeah. Well, especially for United, I can't really tell. Um, in regards to the players we've signed, I mean, we signed a player, well, a young player, who I think is a defender, uh, which was more or less put under the carpet because Marshall's price tag made the big news. Whereas this sure. kid we got for about forty thousand pounds or something, uh, from a League One side. I can't remember which side we're going from, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, future prospect again. But if you're looking at ready-made stars, we actually need a few ready-made stars as well. Like if you're looking mm-hmm. at other clubs like Man City, who actually went out there and got their business done early, which was great for them, I think. I mean, we should have done that as well. Uh, they got players like uh, Raheem Sterling, which I still think is not not as good as everyone makes him out to be. You got players sure. like Kevin De Bruyne, who have you know the jury's still out because you're looking at it this way. I mean, three seasons at Wolfsburg gave him one good season and he was sold on uh, because I think Wolfsburg didn't re- didn't really believe that they would get any more than what City are offering him. Um, sure. But then again, when you look at other teams like Wolfsburg themselves, they've, they've actually got rid of a good player and they bought a better player in Julian Draxler. So you're, you're I, think, less... I think Draxler is a player that is really promising. Yeah. Him and, I don't know, him and Royce, 
just like something something between these two that I think will be the future of Germany. Yeah, if, absolutely. If, if they continue as they are. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you're looking at the potential players we could have bought, apparently we were we were in in uh, pole position to get um, Hassan's favorite player. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say the name. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to bother because he gave me a, <laughs> a lot of slack for this. He was screaming. He's like, what? It's Hakan Kolhaglu, I think. <laughs> so... If you, get, if you get a chance to speak to him a bit later on, right, uh, tell him to scream it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he done. He's like, what are you saying? <laughs> um, so if you're looking at him, I mean, we, we were in pole position to get him for 25 million. And I think mm. he would have been a brilliant signing um, because he's a playmaker. The guy who takes free kicks, as I said, like like the penalties, man, the guy's brilliant. Sure. Um, apparently, we were, we, we were going for a last minute things with Royce uh, mm-hmm. a player I've been more or less been screaming for the past two weeks saying yeah, we... I the, the thing about Royce I, I think Royce is a good player mm-hmm. uh, and he's a World Cup winner no, well, well he right? didn't exactly win the World Cup he was injured at home so. no no he didn't win the World Cup but his team won the World Cup and then he's a was he actually there in, in no, no, um, no, Germany he, 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 he was he injured was, wasn't he he was injured yeah he was injured. He was in, but still, he's German, and if he had the chance to actually participate in the World Cup, I think he would have been one of the top players to actually start. Yeah, he's got exactly. That that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. You, uh, one sec. So, sorry, uh, before you say anything, you know, if you look at it this sure. way, you know, the German side, you know, if you look at Scherler, for instance. Yeah, yeah sure. Scherler is a hard worker, a very good player, but if you're looking at the way Germany played, if Royce was there, Scherler would not have had a game. Simple as that. Because Royce is something else. Yeah, I think so as well. I think I think he's one of the main guys there. I'm just going to go quickly back to Anthony Martial. So yeah. according to Opta stats, mm-hmm. uh, the most goals by teenagers since 2014 to 15 in top five European leagues, yeah. he had the most. Yep. With nine goals from Monaco. Yep. Next was Santi Mina mm-hmm. from Valencia at seven, and Divock Origi. Uh, I yeah. believe that, that's the Liverpool player, right? That's the Liverpool um, player that they sent out on loan like 20 times already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's on seven, so those are the top three. So you look at Monaco, Valencia and Lille, so two, two from the French um, league. So it's quite interesting. I mean, he, he's a promise and he's a talent and one to look out for the future. In terms of ready-made stars, absolutely, you're right. We mm. should have got somebody, um, potentially a ready-made star, but at the end of the day, if OBG's watched him, and he can get the best out of young players. Mm-hmm. And for example, when he won the Champions League, he was playing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Edgar David, he gave Edgar David his first start at 17 years old. Yeah. So you just don't know. You just don't know. And at the end of the day, the manager can say X, Y, and Z, talk about philosophy, this and that, but it's about the players who perform. Yeah. You've got a hungry player, he's got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah, he, he has, has to be a he teenager. Has yeah. Then, then you can take people on, and that's the way I see it. You see, you I like about... him. I yeah. like him. He even, he even turned around and he turned around and goes, "Look, he's, he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's, he's, he's got his feet on the ground." He even turned around and goes, "Look, the money part of it is not my problem. That's between the clubs. I'm here. Absolutely. That's what he said. Yeah. I'm here to play the way I play." Van Gaal asked me what position I want to play. I told him central, and Van Gaal says, "Oh, oh, you, you can actually play a lot of different positions." Now that worries me. Because <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder because why. Because I think he's not gonna bench Rooney. Be- mm. I mean, no matter how 
crap Rooney plays because I don't know. Marshall actually said he likes playing central. Now, if he right. plays in different positions, like you know, just behind Rooney or you know, on the wing, that worries mm. me because this guy, yeah, he's quick, right? Which what we which is what we need as a winger, but sure. he's also a goal scorer. Now he would rather want to score goals than provide. That, I mean, right. as a striker, I've always learned this, right? Because when I was playing football some time ago, right, I always realised this. As a striker, you have to be greedy. Simple as that, right? Mm. Forget everyone else. You need to get a goal. It's a fact, right. right? Now, the whole team is trying their best to do their job. You have to do your job because you have to be greedy. Now, if he plays as a winger... Okay, maybe he'll get a few goals, etc. Like, for instance, but then again, you can't compare him to Ronaldo. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because Ronaldo, oh. he didn't have that pressure of 36 million, he's 17 or 18 years old, and he's coming to the Premier League. This guy is worth 50 million euros. This is, a, you know, he, he has to somehow prove that he's good enough to wear that red shirt at United. Oh. That's fine. Okay, um, do you know what? I think a lot of us, we know that he's a massive risk. Yeah. But you know my stance. Yeah. Risk and regulation. I think even too regulated. It's good that we're taking the risk. Mm-hmm. But whether or not he gets those type of goals, whether even Rooney, our striker, gets that type of goals as well, that remains to be seen. But by hook and crook, if we can get more than just top four, and if our team starts gelling, then there could be something special. So we'll just have to, I mean, the jury's still out. What do you think about the rest of the signings, quickly? Uh, so, Schweinsteiger, Schneiderlin, Romero, Depay, um, those are the players that we brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there was the youngster defender that you said as well. Yeah. I can't get the name quite right on that one. And um, who else have we brought in? Damian as well. Yeah, right? Damian, yeah. So, we've already talked about in the last, last, last podcast about the net spend and all the players that we got rid of. Mm-hmm. Those type of players that we brought in, mm-hmm. what do you think of them? I think Morgan and uh, Schweini, brilliant players. I mean, we sure. needed that since Keane and Skulls more or less left. And right. now we've got um, Damian. He he was more or less a godsend, to be honest. Uh, especially with <laughs> what we had on the right right side of defence. Right. Raphael, I actually really liked him. He was a very good player. Raphael, I was a big fan of. I don't know why he got rid of him. Uh, he preferred Valencia over Rafael as a right midfielder. I, I'm not a big fan because if you're looking at Valencia, yeah, he's attack-minded. That's that's what he's done all his life, right? When it comes to defending, he's sure. still thinking of attacking. That's the reason why he makes so many mistakes. Whereas if you're looking at Damian, this kid, oh my God, like he he was a godsend, right? Now, if you're going towards Romero. Uh, I used to call him safe fans. He's not so safe anymore. <laughs> um, we'll say Romero... Safe hands, oh my days. That sounds like a comedy title from the 1980s or something. <laughs> no, you know, at, at, no, at one point, you know, because I was having a laugh with the boys, I was like, you know, this this guy. I mean, because I'm an Argentina fan as well. Yeah, hate me all you want, but I'm an Argentina fan. I like the way they play football. But we'll say... I'm going no to take comment. his side. I'm going to take his side anyway because I'm an Argentina fan. So, I'm, nevertheless, I'm still going to turn around and say, you know what? At one point, I don't know, he he, he he just moved the ball away or picked it up and stuff. I'm like, look, this keeper's so good, they should call him safe hands. So, the name just, just came out of nowhere. 
So, I mean, Romero is a good player. I think the best signing we've done this season was David De Gea. Um, really? Okay, do you know what? We're going to talk about De Gea at length, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we end the podcast. <laughs> um, so, all in all, because I know what you're... And I think a lot of the um, brothers, the red brothers and sisters, exact brothers and sisters who have listened to the podcast beforehand, especially the last couple, uh, we know how much respect you have for Depay and what yeah. that kind of brings to our attacking force. So we're not going to go that deep into it. You see, there was um, a reason why I didn't mention Depay. There was a reason why I didn't. Why? Because you've spoken about him for about an hour and a half the last podcast. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, you, if you're looking at, as well, I said, I mean, you're, you're sure. going back to Depay again, right? As I said, he, he reminds me a bit of Di Maria because... What, he, a rap? Yeah, no, I'll tell you why. Without backbone. No, no, it's it's not even <laughs> the backbone. And he's blaming OBG and just jumps on the bandwagon. Nah, 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 nah. It's not, it's, <laughs> not, it's not even that. You know, I think his legs move faster than his brain, right? Because yeah. he thinks after and then he does, you know, the deed more or less. And you're thinking, yeah. okay, you know, you could have passed the ball there. We could have scored. But you decide to be a bit, you know, uh, like trying to do one, trying to do a single man mission. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. Trying to be a one-man army. Come on, you could have literally crossed that ball. I mean, going back to Di Maria, I, I don't know if you saw the Monaco game. I should look. Uh, I actually saw the highlights again, mate. If you saw his pass to Levetsi, it was brilliant. And you're thinking, why didn't he do that at United? Was he happy at United? Was he happy with the way El- Van Gaal was? You know, because. Recently, I don't know if you if you heard this or seen this. This is some news for everyone. Oh. Di Maria actually come out and said Van Gaal is a loony. He doesn't know what he's doing. The thing that is is that it's very easy to jump on the yes, Van Gaal. We don't like him. He's done X, Y, and Z after everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to say that. It's very easy to say yeah, no tactic, blah blah blah. Loss against Swansea, two hundred fifty million plus team against a team that's worth 22 million or something ridiculous yeah. two free transfers scored goals okay anything can happen in football fair enough okay yeah. but you still got him for one more year yeah. okay after this season potentially uh-huh. so with me as much as I may not agree with a lot of the things that he does mm-hmm. right yeah I still think that for the moment for this time in this era 2015 to like 16, 17 okay I think he's the guy that we need to stick by mm-hmm. and see how it goes. Now, he spent a lot of money. And, okay. do you know, I'm going to do harken back to the element of, for example, the marquee signing. And uh, remember the address we've spoken about in length, two mm-hmm. quarters of a billion pounds yeah. over a decade, which is just ridiculous money. Yeah. And what a feat that is. Like, for a financial model, Man United is the example to our yeah. other businesses around the planet. Absolutely. People look to Manchester United when they look at their financial model of how to generate income and where where and where not to potentially invest when it comes to expanding on a global market. Because that's what we are at the end of the day. It's become more than just a football club. It's a brand. Yeah? Yeah. And you can't write down Manchester United brand yeah, <laughs> on, the, on, on the crest because people will just go nuts. Even putting the football club. Do you know the actual football club element? Do you know when they took that out? A lot yeah. of fans got pissed off. A lot of fans got really annoyed yeah, yeah, yeah. about that. So yeah. now... And obviously, Carrington, Aeon Complex, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's still going to call it Carrington, regardless of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've got the funds, but I mean, I've been trying to get a neutral perspective. 
mm-hmm. um, post Swansea after our first defeat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that I'm hearing is potentially. So Van Hal was given what hundred plus million last year, right? Yeah. We brought in names. Yeah. A lot of those didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two of them. Maybe, maybe, and obviously with respect to net spend, and we had this conversation last week about the wage book and yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. the balance of what's been predicted in the media. Mm-hmm. So we've literally just spent because you've kept De Gea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've spent what just what less than thirty million or something, yeah, by yeah, bringing yeah, in more or less, yeah. bringing in a handful of players. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, a handful of players you can count them like literally on your two hands. Yeah, and we've got rid of more more than a squad of yeah, players. Yeah. yeah, more than literally it's more than a squad of players. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. Now, a lot of people have been saying potentially this in neutrals that maybe the owners are not trusting Van Hal with more money than. He wanted, for example, Allah last year yeah. because of what happened, and maybe they're being cautious. Mm-hmm. And then this is going to go into an argument where are the owners still the right people for the club? Seeing as how they've been here for about more than 11 years. Now, I think Schweinsteiger, yeah. which you know, I've got a lot of love for the guy, and I think he's a fantastic individual on and off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with I think him and yeah. potentially Martial and the pie, they were literally. The equivalent to semi-marquee signings. Mm. When we were looking at marquee signings, Rahid, because we were linked with the whole world and plus one, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were looking for a Zlatan, a Cavani, someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, Bale I know. or someone to come in, yeah? Everybody was looking, even people who don't even like Man United, <laughs> yeah, even yeah. people who are just neutral, they were like, do you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, wouldn't be surprised if they're bidding for a Benzema or so. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. of that calibre, yeah? Okay? Uh-huh. I'm not saying those, those type of players, but of that kind of ilk and yeah. at least the top 10 podcast players yeah? uh, because we didn't get that people are thinking what hold on you're Man United you spent over bloody 250 million yet you got rid of so many other players mm-hmm. and you just signed a ni- 19 year old for between 30 and eight, 58 million or whatever yeah. what is going on here mm-hmm. now the question will be not now but the judgment will be for after Van Hal has done his tenure at Man United yeah. of whether did he shoot his proverbial load last year? Yeah. And has he suffered because of it this year? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because sometimes the best managers make do with the less resources that they have. Yeah. Although he's had a lot more resources, but if you look at the quantity, mm-hmm. the quantity is less, but the quality seems a little bit more higher than what we've had. There's no point in getting like two squads worth of players if they're going to be mediocre at best. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the club leads. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why he's at Everton and Aston Villa and he's not at Man United. To be honest, he's, he's actually been doing well there than he has ever for United, which is quite surprising. So <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised because if you've got less pressure at mm. a mid-table club who's mm. aiming for top six, mm-hmm. then you don't... When you want to perform, you'll, you'll perform. In two games, you might score two goals. Yeah. But they might do nothing. You, you know, know the, what I mean? You know the only thing I actually liked about a player like Cleverly? He actually wasn't scared of going into tackles. You, yeah. If you, whereas you look at players like, but the problem is he got, got injured now. a lot, though. Do you remember? Yeah, you know, if you look at players we've got now, for instance, like players like Daily Blind. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Blindardo, Blindardo. Yeah, yeah. Daily Blind. You're looking at Daily Blind, and you're thinking, oh my god, him. Um, he 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 doesn't he doesn't go in for tackles. He's slow. He gets pushed off the ball easily. Um, sure. I don't know. One second, Max. I may get 
Hassan in the call any second now. <laughs> right? Wow. Absolutely. Oh my God, this is this is it's like transfer deadline day. Who are you gonna sign? <laughs> yeah, <Hassan? exactly. laughs> this is exactly <laughs> like transfer deadline. The yellow banner is coming up on my wall, my friend. It's coming up. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are United have just signed Hassan and he's calling in to find to finalise his deal. <laughs> Okay, tell her, tell him to watch his language, please. Yeah, I'm just trying Hello. to get a hold of him now. One second, mate. Uh, let's try calling him. Right, let's go. Let's see. Evening. Hello, mate. We're, Hello, mate. We're, we're actually on the podcast. <laughs> and, evening, uh, evening. As, what's going on? How's it going? What's going on? So, mate, um, I'm late to the occasion. I hope I didn't miss too much. <laughs> um, but I'm here now. Um, get cracking. Sorry, sorry. Apologies, apologies. So let's get cracking. Breaking news. Hassan has now signed up for the podcast. Yeah, brilliant. We've got him there. Yellow banner and all, my friend. <laughs> How you doing, Hassan? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, you I need to speak up a bit, I was, I, I was watching the Netherlands game. I blinked and Netherlands are losing. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, it's the Van Hall factor. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I mean, Van Hal leaves factor. any club and he leaves factor. them in a, in, a, in a stressful situation. Yeah, so it's a blind factor. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you got you got blind you got blind managing and blind playing. So take your bit. <laughs> <laughs> Blindado on both fronts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In fact, shocking, we we were shocking. just talking about him. We were just talking about that <laughs> daily blind. <laughs> oh. We yeah. were just talking about Awful. him. Oh God. Right, Hassan. Uh, what do you think about the transfer speculation? You know, with with what happened, uh, the players we signed, the players we got rid of, the players we could have potentially signed. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's been an awful window. Um, the amount of players we were linked to, the players we got rid of, um, mm. players that went on loan. Um, for example, Blackett, Janazaj, these guys really need to go on loan or should these guys have been given a chance with us? Knowing the amount of games that are coming on, we've got what FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League, and we've also got the Premier League, and yet we're yeah. giving away players like we've got a huge squad. Yeah, um, we've spent 36 million on a on a potential. Yeah, we've not we've not signed anyone who's got one Premiership experience, or if I may say, a world class. We were linked to Kalhanoglu, we were linked to Marco Royce. Um, yeah. Can you say his name again Can you scream his name for us? Can you scream his name like you want it? Can I, can I say his whose name, sorry? <laughs> we can't even pronounce his name, man. The guy who we plays for Bayer Leverkusen. Kalanahu or something. Can you say his name? That's it. Say Hakan, it again. Hakan Kalhanoglu. Hakan Kalhanoglu. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. Speaking Hassan, of, um, have you heard, Hassan, have you heard, sorry to interrupt you, have you heard that we were linked with him as a last-minute mm-hmm. deal on deadline day? Mm-hmm. Very similar to the situation of Herrera and the fiasco that happened with 
dealing with him and the lawyers. Do you remember with Atletico Bilbao? What, what, it so is, what it is, nothing, nothing was concrete. I mean, the Royce link, or there's no surety there. It was just, um, you know, papers. Um, we didn't get anything from the club. There was nothing. No, actually, you know. sorry to interrupt, but with Royce, mm-hmm. they actually said, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were trying to get a hold of FIFA because uh, another company owns Royce. Right. There we go. So they were trying to actually, I think it's Total Sport or something that owns Marco Royce. Wow. Now, what they done was they 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 were offering fifty million for him because it's part of the Yana's ideal, saying you know you could have him on loan, but he's coming back. There is no oh. buyout clause with Yanazai, but we mm-hmm. want Marco Royce for fifty million. So I don't know why Man United decided to turn around and say we want fifty million, whereas. Dortmund were saying we want sixty. Now, what's ten million for Man United? I think, of course, I think end of the day, if he come, we would have been in a lot better situation than we are in now. Of course, but you see, you see, let's not forget the fact that yeah, we we spent thirty six million on a winger. We didn't spend He's a striker. This on a centre forward. Yeah, we yeah. we needed a centre forward, not another supporting striker. No, he is, we, he's a centre forward. With no, he's. I would not say he's a centre forward. I've seen him play a lot. He's not a um out and out centre forward. Who are you talking he's, about? Royce, Royce or Martial? You're talking about Royce. No, Martial. Martial. Martial, he's, Martial. A, he's a supporting striker. He's Martial not supposed a, to be a centre forward. I think with the Royce is more of a inside winger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Let me let, 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 let me let me let me um gravitate on this um conversation. So. Royce, for example, he he's, he would either play attacking midfield or yeah. right midfield. To be honest, that is not a position we desperately require filling. Yeah, we've Agreed. we've needed a centre back from the beginning. Like, oh, how, oh God knows how many years have we been talking about a centre back for? We've still not filled that since, void since Black Yeah, <laughs> we've we've we what since Van ha- Gaal has been blind. Sorry, what? Um, <laughs> since since this day, <laughs> I, 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 I presumed we would have signed a goalkeeper. Okay, yeah, the whole Navas. I mean, being being Van Hal, you know, you've shown you've clearly shown interest in Navas. You you're happy to have an exchange. If if you if a player is used as a as a bargaining tool, that player won't want to play in that club. Anymore, so it could be the same thing for Navas at Real Madrid, and it's the same thing for De Gea at Manchester United. Hassan, now all of a sudden, we're trying to reignite. Hassan, um, we will talk issue. about De Gea quite in in, in a frequent manner. Yeah, we're going to be talking about him. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, come to an understanding of how we've gone ahead with this transfer window because the actual um, places that we needed to say get. Stock. We we've not we've not increased our our attacking options in in a in the sense we need to. Martial's a brilliant signing. Uh, let's not forget the market, but we needed even Charlie Austin. Even Charlie Austin, someone as simple basic as Charlie Austin oh, would be would be an attacking option. No, I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying someone as simple. I mean, of course you want the Ibrahimovic, you wanted the Cavani, whoever. You, there's so many. But I'm saying someone as simple because our, our squad has gone tiny. Yeah. Our squad has gone tiny. We don't have anyone in that squad where you look at and tell you that person is a centre forward because even Wilson is not a centre forward. Yeah. Even Wilson is not a centre forward. Our our centre back, take away Smalling, take away Jones. Who do we have? 
Rojo is not an established centre back. Green is not a centre back. Forget, let alone established. Um, who's really there? Yeah. McNair, and, and that's 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 the problem. We've got a team. No, no, he'll put he'll mid. probably put McNair there, and he'll plug the gap. We'll probably blend at the moment. Because you just plugging uh, gaps, literally. It's 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 it's. it's Scary. It's scary if you look at like how many games we've got now this season. Because if you really intend to win, you need 22 competent players and you need each position covered. Yeah? This is exactly what I was saying. That's exactly what I was each, saying. Each, each position covered. Now, the problem is we've got probably a player that can play in each position, but competent, will they be able to deliver? That is the problem. And we don't. We don't. We've got potential, capable, possible and that is what Manchester United is becoming now. We, 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 we're not guaranteeing ourselves success because we're, we, we, let's be honest, this, this transfer window, we've been flaky. We've not gone out there and stuck in and said, you know what, we're getting these players. Otamendi, apparently we weren't interested in at all. Pedro, apparently we weren't interested in all. But so what? If, go for it. Get someone. Get someone. Get, like, you got rid of um, Van Persie, um, Chikorito. Who have you signed? You signed a winger, a 19-year-old. Is, your, is this 19-year-old going to guarantee you the league? No. Is he going to guarantee you 30 goals a season? That's the main question. I don't know, because to Do me, he's think... not a centre-forward. To me, he's Hassan. not going to sit there and get those goals for you. He's, one or he's, a, he's a mobile footballer. Yes, yes, mate. Yeah. I was going to say to you, like, do you know the signings that we've got? Because we've just, uh, just before you joined, I was speaking to Wahid about quantity of a quality, yeah? So we've got... Mm. The players that we've got, I think they are quality players, that the ones that have come in. And they're right. Obviously, it would have been better if you got, for example, another two more players. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably an established centre-back uh, established centre back or a decent centre-back and mm-hmm. a statistically proven goal-scorer. Mm-hmm. Now, Absolutely. last time we went over, like, Austin, even Austin, even Austin, mm-hmm. someone who plays in the, um, what, uh, the championship here, even an Austin-type player would have been sufficient and I, I'm quite like astounded that Van Howe is looking to plug the gaps in different places, but mm. he didn't get someone of that ilk. Do you know what I mean? You might not yeah. go for a Zlatan, or you might to not go for an out and out like a Z, but at least go for someone like that. Now, what I'm saying to you guys here is that I think the place that he's bought, I think is really good, to be honest. I think his tenure will leave after a year if he doesn't do a contract extension, okay? Mm-hmm. But... These players, like for example, Martial, Depay, even mm-hmm. Schneiderlin, yeah, that's mm-hmm. literally a nucleus. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Oh, absolutely, now, absolutely. And then, if you look at, for example, we're gonna we're gonna touch upon De Gea. I was saying to Wahid uh, at the beginning of the podcast by the end because that's just another novella drama in its own, right? And hopefully, Wahid, you can just literally just simplify that for us of what actually happened, right? And then Hassan, please just put your two pennies in. But I think <laughs> if you have like a De Gea, Max is a pessimist. A <laughs> no, 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 I'm an optimist. I said, if you've got a De Gea, mm-hmm. let's just say as your goalkeeper, you've got a Depay, you've got a Schneiderlid, mm-hmm. and if Martial mm-hmm. comes good as well, that's literally a new... And then you've got Smalling as well. That's literally a nucleus for the future. But I don't know where you're coming from, Hassan. We want something Max, for at least two Max, years. But, but you did we say um, you were speaking about quality over quantity. But now you sure. have to address and you have to assess the quality. Is that quality good enough? To win you what you want to win, because yes, we've got good players. I, would I say think yes, it Depay is. is good. I think it is. But is not good. now. I think it's not now. I think realistically, as fans, as much as it's glory, glory, United, and if you cut me, I bleed red, and all that stuff, all that great stuff. 
I think a lot of realistic fans are not expecting to win the Premiership title based upon that. Unless you make a major signing in, for example, January, which I was looking to read about a bit earlier. But I think this is a squad for the future, but it's not a squad no. for now. Because what I believe is, yes, these, these are really good players, but amongst them, you do need an established one or two. An established mm. one or two, so world-class. So That's exactly and, and, what I'm saying, the, yeah. the, the, the most important factor, I'd say, would be like, the rock of your team, which is the, the centre-back. Who, and Dwayne Johnson? Holding defensive <laughs> midfield. So that, that's the most important thing. And we've got a shaky centre. Um, well, we've got a shaky defence. And that is why we play the position we do, because you've got Bastian or Carrick, mm. as well as Morgan, who will be supporting that defence. And that takes away your attacking flow. Because you're too busy defending. And, and th- as, as slow as the team is, we take forever to counter. Mm. We take forever to counter. We, and we I can't let, uh, rely on these young I Bastian's having a good game. Because if Bastian bombs... Now, I understand where you're coming from. Because if you th- cause I was literally thinking about this as well. I was thinking about... Do you know when Man City won the title a couple of years ago? Mm. And do you remember when they used to put Yaya Toure and like another defensive midfielder just sitting mm-hmm. there? So yeah. they play like effectively a 4-5-1. This yeah. is when Compi was in point, Aguero was the top striker, and David Silva was literally, he is what he is now, like the best number 10 in the country, yeah? yeah. Let's be honest, yeah? Like, they always had two sitting players. Now, with United, maybe Martial can give that pace. Maybe, for example, if he puts in a Pereira, a, sorry, Pereira, not Herrera, sorry, Pereira on the wing, mm. then that will give more pace as well. But the thing that is, is that unless Schweinsteig is having a fantastic game and he's bowling forward and he's only getting about 45 minutes, good 45 minutes, it's going to be very difficult. So I see 100% where you're coming from. Like It's becoming more defensive-minded than attacking-minded. I think it's not just that. I think it's it's also got to do with the tactics. The tactics in every game we've played so far has have been abysmal. I mean, realistically, especially after seeing Swansea, um, the post-match, what Van Gaal even said, he goes, we were outdone by a f- change of formation. Now, mm-hmm. someone who... Is a tactician himself coming for Van Gaal saying that you're thinking, okay, but what did you do to counter that? You know, he took off Morgan Schneiderlin, who I think was having a very good game, right? Okay. Instead of taking someone like Depay or Rooney off, who weren't doing much. I mean, especially how the amount of time Rooney held the ball instead of shooting. I was I was literally screaming at my TV saying what the po- is the problem this guy with doing? Van Hal is during those ninety minutes his influence is very minimal he has so much influence before the game but during the game any tactical changes it's you will not see it implemented because he's he's not talking he's not talking to the squad of players he's not directing them he's not conducting and that is probably his biggest problem. Yeah. Should I have to, um, I was saying this last week as well. I was saying this to Wahid in the podcast. I'm not too sure whether you actually heard the point that I made, which was basically you've got a team, a manager who prides himself on tactics, philosophy, okay, mm-hmm. and making a name and a character for himself, which is, I want to say bigger than the club, but big so that he can kind of control the club. Do you, do you kind of understand where I'm coming from? Like a Mourinho mm-hmm. or someone like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you can talk a good talk. But if you can't walk a walk, right, and your and your your niche and your speciality, your skills are based upon tactics, and you get outdone in five minutes, 
and you're not putting yourself or even your assistant manager, mm. which is Ryan Giggs, who's another form of Mr. Manchester United, <laughs> on the pitch actually scream at the players, or even tell the leader, which is Schweinsteiger, do X, Y, and Z, because I can see that we're being exposed in these areas. You you're see, not doing that. You see, Schweinsteiger himself was saying it. You know, this is what I was saying last week. Schweinsteiger himself was screaming at Shaw, saying, look, pass the ball, pass the ball. But instead, he decided to pass to Blind. And and you're thinking, come on, man. You know, if your players aren't willing to listen to you, there's no point. There is no point. Just go home. You're you're already defeated. The team needs direction. That's the problem. The team does like direction. So, in all... um, Moving, moving back to the question of the transfer window. I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's. I think we could have, we should have done a bit more business because of what we got. I mean, Janice, I, I thought this would be his breakout. Yeah, I really did. After after yeah. preseason, I really presumed come out. Um, Tyler Blackett, okay, is okay to go on loan. Chicory, oh, we, we invested nine million. We, we received nine million for Chicory. So I was surprised. I thought it would have gone for two, three because of the. Well, the, the the final performance he had, you and see, um, how is how is so, sorry, sorry to but, stop you there, Hassan. But mm. you know, with the Hernandez, what mm. it is, I think he was very after Fergie, he was very underappreciated at Man United. That's the reason why Leverkusen saw what he could do, what he's capable of, and decided to pay the nine million for him. That's what I think. Can I ask you a question? For them, it's... Guys, can I ask you a question? Nine million, for us, is we we got rid of a player. We got rid of a centre-forward and we didn't... I mean, we could have got one million. It wouldn't have bothered me. Money is not a matter to Mm. Manchester United. We did not reinvest. We've got a team full of centre midfielders who will not score all those goals that you require to win games. Mm. We, We will become a stagnant team who will score that one and, and hope to defend it, which is worrying, is really worrying. And playing this formation, this formation, as we all know, is not going to get you goals. Yes, we scored four against Bruges, but this was a weakened Bruges side. This was not Bruges' first team. Yeah. Every other team that we played this season will possibly be their first team. It's, uh, we've, we've chopped and changed this tactic. We've chopped and changed the squad. But if you look back at the squad that was there when Van Hal started, it's completely changed. There's only a handful of players that are playing yeah. for Manchester United at the moment. So what you really want to ask yourself is, one, is he definitely going, going to take us in the right direction? And two, should he have been wiser in the market, knowing there are, play, there are positions sorry, within that team that need recruitment? There's that, that again, addressing the centre-back, issue we're not sure what's happening with De Gea we can talk about that in a moment and then of course we are playing Mata on in right midfield and yet we went to sign a a supporting striker right so, okay. uh, yeah Max guys, sorry you, I, you, yeah, you, sorry. you were going to ask a question ask a quick yeah. question yeah okay so from the players that we've got rid of guys yeah okay mm-hmm. what player would you most miss Bear in mind, some of these players have been with us for a while. Some of them actually won us the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What player do you think we will miss and do you think that we've actually compensated for that? Okay, go on, Hassan. You go first. Um, to me, any player that we will miss the most... No, um, you will miss. You will miss. I'll miss possibly none. Possibly none. None. Okay. Um, I, I do not feel strongly towards any of the departures. Okay. okay. And, 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 and Wahid? 
I don't know. I would. Uh, uh, Hassan would laugh at me at this because I've 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 been screw screaming at this guy for a long time. Um, nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah. Um, I would miss Nanny, right? Okay, because... just one, just one. <laughs> oh, just one. Oh my God. That's it. I've got two players. <laughs> no, 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 just one. Uh, uh, okay, if you're looking at title winning, then yeah, I'll say Van Persie. Because okay, he's, agreed. he's actually, what's it called, more or less won as a 20-year title. And the thing is, he, he more or less played his heart out like in his first season. And you don't, you don't see that with many players. Uh, well, you'd ask yourself, did he play his heart out or did he, did he burn himself out? Because I, I think like he played his it. heart that's out. All he had to, that's all he had to give us. I don't, I don't, I don't think he burnt himself out because, I mean, think of it this way, man. His back must have been hurting, especially carrying Arsenal that long. But <laughs> if you're looking at him... Oh, he, we're I, going there, are we? <laughs> I, think, I, I think he did. I think, I think he, he, he worked his socks off, more or less, because you got to remember this, right? The guy, he was always injury-prone, etc. Came and gave us probably the best season he'll ever have. I think it was mm-hmm. a desire to win the Premier League. That's what it was. He had that desire. Whereas the players we have now do not have that desire. Other than a, a, a handful of you, probably, you know, you're looking at Morgan Schneiderlin, you're probably looking at players like Bastian Schweinsteiger, Damian, everyone else. I mean, maybe even Mata, I don't know. But everyone else, they don't have that hunger that, you saw in a player like Van. Persie. You really surprised me. Why Nani? Why? Because I've, of course, I've, I've been a fan of Nani for yeah, a long I know, time. I know. Of course, I always got, I always got criticised for. Yeah, I was the one criticised. Right. <laughs> why, why, why Nani? All of a sudden. All of a sudden, I would say Nani because if you're looking at it this way, at this moment in time, we need a winger, a fast-paced winger, mm-hmm. right? Someone who could cross the ball. And, yeah, okay. I've I've had a gripe with Nani from day one because he was so in, inconsistent. Every time, like he would have a bo- he will have the ball. He will run after a pl- run past a player, and what he'll do, he'll shoot instead of passing, right? Which mm-hmm. I, which I don't I, I've never agreed with. Right, but because he's a winger, his job is to cross the ball into the striker. Simple as that. Yeah, he had a few great goals, right? But with Nani, I don't know. I don't know if he saw the uh, Turkish league recently. He actually scored a magnificent free kick. And you're thinking, imagine if we still had him, maybe the game would have been different at Swansea. No, Wahid, Wahid, do you know what? With Nani, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, okay? Um, I can see that this has become a nanny love affair, yeah? And this is about <laughs> transfer reaction, especially. Yo, nanny, when Everyone's nanny, missing their nanny. Yeah, everyone's missing their nanny, that's what it is. But a nanny means in certain South Asian languages, grandma, so that's another <laughs> thing. <laughs> so maybe you're missing your grandma rather than the player. But I want to just say something very quickly. Nanny, on his day, yeah. he can be a world beater. Yeah. yeah? The same Absolutely. Rooney was always underneath Ronaldo's shadow, and to a major extent, his Portuguese compatriot of Ronaldo, Nani, Luis Nani, was underneath his shadow as well, right? Yeah. Now, the thing about it is, we had a fantastic player, Ronaldo, we, we built him up, and he's gone on to bigger and fantastic statistical records with the club that we should not name, yeah? Because yeah. apparently we're having beef with them, right? <laughs> we're having a lot of altercations with them. But Nani on his day, if you want to be a really good player, he can do it. But That's what I said. Is a consistency. His, his inconsistency is the problem which infuriated so many United players. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, players and fans as well. Yeah. So I think with Nani, 
as good as he is and as fantastic he might score this goal, that goal, this free kick, that free kick, okay, mm-hmm. Nani will always not be consistent. And for me, you have to be at least a 6.5 to a 7 out of 10 if you're not going to be the world-class player or the linchpin in a Man United team. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he was, he was literally a 4 out of 10. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got, well, wouldn't I you say that's was... the same thing with each and every one of the players that are playing? Cause that's exactly what even I said, Bast- yeah. Even Bastin against Swansea. Um, yeah. No, but Hassan, you can't say that, to... man. No, no, listen, listen. Take, Swansea, take we what you love with Bastin. We Mate, all take what you love. No, but that's the thing. But end of the day, this is the same eye you're, you're, you're giving to Nani. You see, more than... More than anything, you, the team was playing really well when Nani was there, and so at all times you look at Nani and think, hmm, this guy, this guy is, um, yeah, but maybe because is. maybe they were playing well because Fergie was there as well. You got to think about it that way. No, absolutely, absolutely. There, there was direction. There was direction. So yeah, end of day, dependent on how a team is managed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a store manager. I've got like eight, nine guys working underneath. Depend. These lot reflect my ambition. These lot reflect my behavior. Dependent on. My my execution, my deliverance, my team brief, my engagement during the hours that we operate in, that is where I see deliverance. And honestly, during the 90 minutes, the most important part of football, being a manager, he's very... How can I say the word? It's, 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 it's not lazy. It's, they're just not enough. They're just not enough, especially in the English Premier League, what you need to win games. And... So you want more proactiveness? Is that what you're trying to say on the? You'd, you'd want you'd want more proactiveness, but that's how you get the best out of the players because sure, the English Premier League surprises you. You get surprised, and and all it takes is a, a direction. All it takes is a, sure. a, a manager saying, you know what, do this, do change this. Because that's all Gavin yeah. did. He just said yeah. to him, listen, guys, yeah. you need to do this. This is what they're not doing. This is what they're not doing. A Fergie would have said, oh look, he's got to change positions. You need to switch this around. But none of that happened. We were expected you to play with Mike the same Phelan. tactic. Yeah. We were expected to play with the same tactic when a formation had been changed. You see, yeah. there's so many formations. Four four two um goes against four four two. Um four three three um against four four two that you know it's a it's a good battle. But what Swansea did, they changed their whole strategy and formation around and, and we were still playing four three three. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, guys, let's move on because we had a lot of reaction last week about the negative. I know a lot of us are reeling on, and obviously, there's no Premiership games on this week, so that's probably going to harken to the back so of our can mind. We agree that, can we agree the transfer window was poor? We were poor in the transfer window. Do you know what? Or I do think, we disagree? Uh, okay, I think. Was Martial enough? That is what you want to ask. No, yourself. no, 100%. So no. The, it was but a I poor think, window? No, but no, I think, I think it was a poor window, but I think in terms of. Addressing the midfield issue, I think what Van Hout did was good because within what less than 48 hours, we got two midfielders which we badly needed since poor skulls. So that you mm. need to respect Woodward. But I want to throw something out and we can discuss Wait, Wait, you just, you just said what you, you said. Just hear back what you said. We had to sign two midfielders. So this is Bastian. And Schwein, I'm sorry, and Bastin, Bastin and Schneiderlin <laughs> yeah. to cover so one player's it's position. This is what I mean. This no, 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 no. You we see, you players. see, that's oh. you see. Max, I would say Max was wrong there because I would say Bastian is more like a Kino type, right? 
no, sorry, Morgan is more of a Kino type and Bastion is more or less like a Skulls type who would pass the ball forward, etc. But, but et you don't see the productivity from these two. You yeah, but you see, you know, when... You see, you, you have to Hold understand on, then, you this. you agree with me then? You know, you have to understand this. You know, when the team is not playing well, two players can't make a difference. You know, it's a oh team game. I, I, I'm that. sorry, two players do make the difference. Two players... These, these, well, here you're confusing me. Do you agree with me or you don't agree with me? You sound like you do agree with me. I agree with you the to a certain level. The core. The centre midfield role is the core. These guys are the ones who should be playmaking, defending. Yeah, well. but how many... Come on, think about this way. Think about this way. Every time Bastian Schweinsteiger played, every time Morgan Schneiderlin played, right, they kicked the ball forward. Morgan Schneiderlin's job is to stay and, and more or less help the defence out. Which he does, he's the, right? He's the Schweinsteiger, yeah. Schweinsteiger, he gets the ball. I've seen him bomb forward as well, right? A few games yeah. I've seen him bomb forward. I've he seen him actually pass the ball most forward. Of his, most of his game. He spends most of his game in the centre of mid. Yeah, but, 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 but this is what forward. I'm saying. He actually passes the ball forward as well. Yeah, now, Hassan, now when you've got players like Rooney who can't score, right? Who decide to keep the ball to themselves, right? Bastian Schweinsteiger can't do nothing. His job is to pass the ball forward, right? If a player is incompetent and he can't do nothing, that's not his fault. You blame okay, the striker. Okay. Let's, let's, okay. Look at, let's look at Bastian being there. Let's look at Morgan being there. So now, again, look at the formation. Let's address, let's address the formation now as, 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 as a talking point. <laughs> this, is so this is going from got, transfer, got... transfer reaction to formation talk. No, because, <laughs> Go ahead. Because these are, these are the positions the players are, are playing. So, you see, what you were saying, Bastian is the one who's going to be leading the attack. But yet, just in front of Bastian, we've got another attacking midfielder. Whether it's Mata playing that role or even Janizaj, that yeah. is where our weakness is. It's because the, the centre of the, of the attack is Schneiderlin, because it needs to start somewhere, then Bastian. But then how much movement is, like, does Bastian have in that centre mid when right in front of him, you've got another attacking midfielder? Yeah, that, this is... It, you see... When you're looking at another attacking midfielder, you're looking at Mata for argument's sake, right? Because he's mm -hmm. playing, he's he's gonna be playing for the whole season now because Yanazai is gone, right? Mm -hmm. If you're looking at players like Mata, he even he's playing out of position. You see, this is this is what's really starting to more or less piss me off, right? He's playing out of position because he's playing on the right wing. The guy isn't quick enough to play on the wing, right? Yeah, he could pull out a good pass, but the problem is. If Mata's playing central, uh, sorry, what's his name? Uh, Schweinsteiger's playing central and he kicks the ball over to Mata on the right-hand side. What movement is there? Because Mata is not a runner. You understand what I'm trying to say? But, but yeah, you can say the same thing. If, if Mata is played in front of Schweinsteiger, how much depth is there either? I mean, even if we played, say, Janizaj on the right and you had Mata in front of Schweinsteiger, I believe Schweinsteiger can do a better job moving the ball forward than Mata. Yeah, but not on the wing. So I we, wouldn't we, say on the our wing. Problem, our, problem is, is, our problem is we have an extra player on the pitch which is not being used well. So it's almost like we've got 10 players because there's one player that is not being utilised to the best. This one, this one position, whether it's centre mid or an attacking mid, whichever you want to call it, we've got an extra player on the pitch who's very dormant. Mm. And instead, we could have played this this position, which was used in centre mid, attacking mid. That could have been used to be centre forward. Yeah, but maybe, but maybe Hassan. No, I agree with you. But mm. in a sense, Schweinsteiger is still being built up. 
So he's getting 45 minutes up to 60 minutes some games. Yeah. Some games he plays the entire match, yeah? Right? So he's going to be built up up until Christmas because of what's going on for the last couple of years and the way that he was handled with Guardiola. Okay, right? So, and another thing is, as good as Schneiderlin is, Schneiderlin was not consistent every single game for Southampton. At Manchester United, there's an expectancy. You're going to either challenge or definitely be in the top four. You have to have consistency. So maybe Louis van Gaal is taking a book out of what, uh, I don't know, maybe Man City or another team uh, which just focuses on having two sitters and one sitter actually going forward and using that type of tactic to actually settle the midfield. Max, is it why Max, is not playing as Max one sec, you one are sec. not going to get You know you're talking you about Schneiderlin. From... You know you're talking about Schneiderlin. This is exactly what Schneiderlin had to say. And this was yesterday, right? He turned around and he goes, Van Gaal wanted to understand my character and my personality better. He set out his playing philosophy and told me about himself. On the pitch, he wants me to repeat performances with, Southam- with Southampton, but he's very strict and he's very hard to satisfy. Now, what Max just said there is 100% right because end of the day, you got to remember what Van Gaal wants is what the player done previously in the previous season, which is not possible because he's not even playing in the same, pe- the same team. Mm. You understand know what I'm trying to say? Hassan, his um, job, I'll say his job is more difficult. One, being at Manchester United and two, covering a week at the yeah. Absolutely. The, the no, 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 I agree with United you. is more difficult because we have, let's be honest, um, the centre of the defence at Southampton, w- w- the team he played with, I'd say was a bit more competent. They were, they were brilliant defensively last season, weren't they? They, they conceded really little goals. Um, and I think, I think again, he's um, Jose, to, Pont, Jose Pont was their main man, wasn't he? Yeah, in defence, and then they they also had the um, Japanese um, Yoshida. They, they did they did they, they Yoshida, did really yeah. well. But what, what also we got to understand is Schweinsteiger is not going to give us the performances that you've seen from him in his earlier years. He's not going to carry this team. Yeah, but that's because he's not he's not team. fit enough at the moment. Because even even Guardiola turned around and said, you know, if you got a fit Schweinsteiger, he's a world beater. Guys, listen, listen, listen. We're losing points here. We're yeah. losing points here. And we can't use excuses like, oh, he's not fit enough. Why have yeah, we done we're, in the market? Schweinsteiger we, wasn't bought to win the league. Hassan, Schweinsteiger wasn't bought to win the league. Do you know why Schweinsteiger was bought? He was there because he's a match winner, a World Cup winner. He's won literally everything that he's literally played for. And he was there to put that mentality that you can win. Okay, up mm. until he gets built up, that's why he's more important I even agree. off the pitch. Even when he's injured, he will sit on the bench. How many times have you seen Rooney or, or or like another major player sit on the bench with the players, or even beforehand sit with them? Even because we've got a lot of youngsters. Bear in mind, they look a lot older than they are, but they're a lot of youngsters. He literally is with them, gives them that moral, that support, that support that Ebra or a Vidic or someone used to give. The youngsters, especially Rooney as well, in the last five, six years, okay? And he's there just to push them on, to put that champion's mentality in them. I would love it if Schweinsteiger carried it, because Schweinsteiger can't do that. But I know that he's going to be fundamental. People like the Blinds, the Carricks, even Carrick, and even, for example, the Schneiderlins, they will learn everything that you have to learn. And even a lot of the youngsters who are coming up here in the reserve team, who especially play around that midfield role, they're going to look to him. So that's why he, I think it's going to be important. Guys, I'm going to talk about one more point here. And so yeah, that we, can we need to, to the move on. And talk we about need to move here. on. <laughs> I, need to, I need to talk to you about something very important, uh, which is a um, stats that I actually got from BBC Football. 
okay, oh, which God. was um, from <laughs> is on the weekend, and this was prior to, um, for example, the close of the transfer window, right? So I'm going to give you a list of the names that my United players have and the goals that they have and which club they came from, yeah? And you tell me whether this team has enough goals in them, bearing in mind, how many goals have we scored? What, one? No, no, two. Two from... It's the beginning of the league. Ad, yeah, beginning of the league. Adan Yanazai, and now he's on loan to Dortmund and Mata. And the other one was a... Um, own goal. What is it? An own goal from... What's his name? Um, Kyle Walker, Kyle right? Walker. Okay, so... For Manchester United starting 11, league goals 2014-15, you got the pie at PSV, 22 yeah. goals. Top, so just, top scorer. Okay, so just remember the numbers, okay? And let's see whether we have enough goals within our team to actually challenge for top four or even above. Wayne Rooney, Man United, last season, 12 goals. Juan Rata, uh, United again, 9 goals. Schweinsteiger at Bayern Munich. Bear in mind about how many times he played and how many times he was injured as well. 5 goals. Mm-hmm. Chris Smalling at United, four goals. Schneiderlin at Southampton, four goals. Blind, or Blindardo, <laughs> uh, for us last season, two goals. Damian from right back at Torino was two goals. Yanazai had no goals and Luke Shaw had no goals. Okay? So that's 40 plus goals, mm-hmm. right? Between one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. Bear in mind, we got Martial as well. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think if we our players are operating at a more than exceptional peak level or an operating level as well? Do you think that if they're on that level, do you think that we can actually challenge this year for at least top two or not? I think we. I I, I don't think so. I mean, the way we're playing at this moment in time, we're playing too defensive. We're poor. Um, if you're looking at it this way, I mean, I'd, I'm surprised you didn't add Herrera into it as well because Herrera and Carrick will be playing most games in, in, instead of uh, Schweinsteiger because of his fitness, etc. Um, then obviously you got the tree trunk in Fellaini doing the same thing as well. But if you're looking at, what's it called, challenging, I think Man City more or less have already run with it. Uh, and Hassan, what do you think? Sorry to cut, sorry, sorry to cut you off for heat because I'm going to go to the left here. So, so Hassan. Oh, oh, have hang you, on, hang on. I think he's just been cut off. I'm. Have I'm you lost gonna... him? Yo, Hassan, what happened there? Sorry, mate. Just um, cough. Battery died. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> What the hell is going on today? Moving on. <laughs> okay, did you even hear what I said? Um, I, I heard, I heard um, Depay scored 25 goals. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a nightmare. Okay, basically, <laughs> let's recap what Max was saying that, you know, all, all together, including all the players we've signed, etc., our starting 11, we've got... 40 plus goals this season. Do you think we will actually... 40 plus goals. Yeah, 40, 40 plus, plus goals. goals. Yeah, do you think uh, this season we'll be able to challenge for the top two? So, which I replied, I don't think so. Because, what's it, Man City have already ran with it. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't add Fellaini and Herrera into it as well. But, realistically, um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we'll, we'll, we'll challenge. I think Chelsea, they're still uh, the, the team to beat. 
realistically because they'll they'll actually come back and uh, more or less be at the position more or less. So um, that's what I think anyway. What do you think, Hassan? To me, being second is as good as being third and fourth. If you're not going to win it, like all you're doing is qualifying for Champions League. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't matter if you finish second or third or whatnot. Um, the ambition, we're Manchester United, the ambition should be... No, 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 the question um, is, the, do you think we have enough goals to be first or second? No, defend? no. No, um, OK. It's, it's very straightforward. It's, 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 we, there's goals in the team. We all know that. We've all seen goals in the team. It's the formation we're playing, the strategy, the mindset, the... We do not come out to score goals and overpower teams. We come out to hog the ball. We want the ball, but yet there's no productivity with the ball. There's no um, efficiency with the ball. There's no execution with the ball. And that is our problem. And that is, is, is what's killing us. We, we, um, we heard, was it, um, two years ago where Ryan Giggs was shocked at David Moyes' tactics. And he was like, we're, we're, we're Manchester United. Why are we defensive? Um, yeah. Why are we not attacking? Isn't that what we have become? Yeah, I isn't agree. that what we have become? Know, we have become that defense, defending, passive, hold on that one goal team. And what happens? We we try to hold on to that one goal and we concede <laughs> two. I mean, it's not rocket science. We've seen it you know, in all the years I've, we have been football fans. I've always defending learned. does make you concede goals if you spend yeah, too much time defending. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but you know I've always learned as as uh, growing up playing football. You know, attacking is the best form of defense. Absolutely, attacking yeah. is the best form of defense. Simple as that. Now, if you don't attack and you just sit back, you see, we we saw this happen last season, not with us, mm. but with Chelsea. Uh, every time they more or less scored a goal, they sat back, relaxed, and then the opposition would just come out and score a goal again, and then they'll be scrabbling last few minutes, you know, trying to attack, and you're thinking. You could have done that before. You know, Gary Neville, especially last last week, was spot on. Uh, I think what he said was 100% right. He goes, look, possession football is good football. That's what you mm. should do. But when you're, but that's only when you score like three to four goals. When you've only scored one goal, right? It's it, it doesn't make sense. Why? This Absolutely. is the Premier League. This is this is the Premier League. It's the fastest league out there. It's the best league out there. Smaller teams, especially, they would want to be giant killers. Right, they'll they'll want to go out there and attack you. So the best form of defense is attack. So attack, simple as that. Guys, um, we're digressing. Can we? Um, okay, so we all know our faults and our failings from the tactic system at the moment. I yeah. think personally, it will change. Yeah. And I think we're going to do a podcast next week before the Liverpool game, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, if you can get everyone together yeah. uh, and if everyone's <laughs> available. But going forward. Okay, so this is going to be the last one. With, with, with uh, our battery charged. Yeah. With our battery charged. <laughs> with our battery charged. <laughs> right, guys. Hopefully, right, guys. And hopefully, Hassan, our souls charged as football fans as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay, okay, okay. quickly, moving David on to David De Gea. Yep, David De Gea. Right. What do you think was the best signing this, this transfer window for you guys? Yeah, so um, we've got a lot of takers. <laughs> Hello? Uh, I have been most impressed with Damian. I mean, I, I've seen Damian play um, yeah. at Torino. I've, I'm not surprised he's delivered this well, but I'd say out of everyone who has signed, he's performed the best. Okay, Max? Who do I think is the best signing so far? Yeah. 
Um, I think potentially it will be between Damian mm-hmm. and you know how much love I have. Yeah, yeah, Bastian. Back, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And I think it's Bastian. I think I think it's Bastian. I think the reason why I say Bastian is, and I'm probably going to allude to this every podcast or so. Yep. I think the the reason why he's come to the club is to take us to another level mm-hmm. mentality wise. Okay. If you don't have the mentality of a winner, mm-hmm. you'll always be a flipping Arsenal. You'll always go, do you know what? Let's challenge for the top four. Or, they were so happy when the FA Cup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, we sound Alexis Sanchez. We actually put money into our pockets. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one? <laughs> More than 35 minutes. Wow, we got Ozil. It's just like, we don't want to become Arsenal. Yeah. I see us, the way that we're going, I feel like the, the board is trying to make us go down the way of a Liverpool. I really hope that doesn't happen because a lot of fans are vocal yeah. and there's a lot of heritage behind a lot of fans. Yeah, but yeah. I think Schweinsteiger is going to be quite influential in that sense, mentality-wise. Okay. Hopefully on the pitch, he can deliver at least at least 15 to 20 games throughout all competitions. Yeah. Uh, okay, now, guys... Um, I think David well. De Gea was the best signing we've had this season. <laughs> But... I know, I knew you were going to say that, but I don't, want to, <laughs> I don't want to say that either because I knew we were going to talk about the David De Gea saga. Okay, um, we're almost at the end of the podcast here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Waheed, so as you spoke at the beginning as well, um, do you just want to break down the last 24 hours of the David De Gea saga? And then Hassan, please feel free to chime in and let us know what your thoughts are as well because it's been a novella, a Bollywood drama, you name it, everything <laughs> volume to one. Like a music video as well. You don't know what's going on until the last minute. But yeah, Absolutely. Well, he's, the floor is yours. Right. Okay. David De Gea. Um, I think, as I said, he's the best signing we've had this season because we definitely needed a world-class goalkeeper. It's a good thing he didn't go. Uh, the problem was, uh, I don't know, some sort of fax machine or something like that. And I don't know if you guys know this, but within the last 24 hours, United actually uh, sorted out the IT systems in the wake of it. So it sounds a bit controversial. Maybe uh, Woodward sent the paperwork a bit late, but to be honest, FA are backing United up saying, look, we got the paperwork as soon as we could. But, I mean, if you're looking at it this way, uh, a Real Madrid, uh, they, I mean, it's a good thing they actually didn't sign him because, as Fergie said himself a few seasons ago, I wouldn't sell, him, sell Madrid a virus. And uh, I think six years ago, what Fergie said, we actually sent him a virus this year. So um, we managed to keep, what's it, David De Gea, which is a good thing. And obviously, uh, everyone's going out there saying, you know, what's it, will he be playing on uh, Saturday against Liverpool next week? I think he would. I don't think United are that stupid to decide to play Romero, uh, especially when David De Gea is fit. And there are there have been players for, at United like Ashley Young, Mata, Herrera, who have actually come out and said, "Look, he's been a professional all this time. He's never said a single word. He's been training. He's he's never missed a single game. So he, I mean, is is all is is all. I mean, more or less, the balls in his court. So it's up to him what happens. And uh, apparently, they they're saying that he might be signing a new contract. So I mean. Good, good, good for us. That is, and good for him as well because in the day, uh, Mendes is apparently forcing him to sign a new contract at United, which is going to make him 10 million euros a year. Now, 
10 million euros a year, that's a lot of money, especially for a goalkeeper. Now, the goal, end of the day, if he signs a new contract, Madrid, if they do decide to come in next year, they'll have to pay more money, which is a good thing for us. It's a win-win situation for us, except other than Madrid. What's... What do you what do you think? What are your thoughts about the whole saga, especially in the last twenty four hours? Um, I don't like Romero. Um, <laughs> that's it. I I, I, I don't have David anything. And you no, and that's it. About that's Romero. it. Um, no, um, Typical Hassan. That no. is the only other keeper <laughs> that comes to mind. I mean, I don't know if you're going to pay that. I, mean, I would rather we pay Valdez over Romero. I've never liked Romero. I've, I've always understood why his club has never liked him. David De Gea Hassan, David De Gea, not Romero. DDG, DDG. Listen, listen, David De Gea should have left and we should have had Navas. That didn't happen. It goes back to, oh my God, do we continue playing Romero? I, I want to be in goal for Manchester United over Romero. I have never played in goal in my life, but I would like to take I've seen shot you playing goal. You're not, um, you're, I'd rather have Romero in goal, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, Romero, he's, he's a pretender. He's, his attempts, to save ball, they, they, they all make pretend. He's not a, he's a poor goalkeeper. He's a very, very poor goalkeeper. And we ended up getting him for free. And we've, 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 been, we've been lucky. But the moment free he is was better than paying. put to test, <laughs> he, he, he was put to test and he, he, he failed. He failed. Um, uh, look, Valdez we got for free, but I'm sure Valdez would have um, done a better job against Swansea. Mate, I'm Romero. sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. Listen, no, no, but you have to understand. Listen, one sec, one sec. Um, you have to understand. You have to understand. Valdez played 10 minutes and he let a goal in. It doesn't okay, matter. Hassan, it doesn't matter. Hassan, it's Hassan, that's um, you see, it, it happens to every keeper. Um, it doesn't. It's, it's the defense. You cannot just blame the the keeper. But the 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 goal Valdez conceded was not solely his fault. But the goals he uh, Romero conceded, you'd be like seriously at your near post. That's 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 how you deliver. And that and that that header was not a was not a shot of a header. That was a that was a a, a, a really. A better keeper would have saved that. You, 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 if you, if you watch that um, header again, you'd be like, oh, David De Gea would have saved that. Company. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, those goals could have been avoided. We could have finished. A better keeper would, would have won that, that game. Because we had to. Hassan, we had to do Hassan was... can I ask you a question? Do you sure. know with the last game, because you've told, uh, especially me and Bahid, that you actually replayed the game and you watched it a few times. Now with me, I watch United game live. Then I try to look at the analysis, whether it be a match of the day or somewhere else, and then try mm-hmm. to get different points of opinion. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Well, I might watch the game from a different angle. Now, with yourself, because you watch the game again, okay? Did you watch it from behind the TV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Behind the, t- behind the goal line, mate, yeah? Now, even when I watch a game live, I'll still go out and watch the entire game again or watch the highlights yeah. more. Because what you see in front of you is different. Uh, like, especially when you watch live, it's at a much, much faster speed of speed than yeah. you do with the power of hindsight and the benefit of hindsight as well with that replay. Now when you were watching Romero and those saves, especially those two goals, so the AU one, the one Ginoni headed it and then he just literally just bounced off the floor and he just went in. Do you feel that because now we've kept David De Gea from this farcical that was this transfer window, okay, because if Real Madrid really wanted him, they could have bidded for him two or three months ago. They just took Absolutely. the piss and then we took the piss as well, yeah? Mm-hmm. And obviously Situation happened that we don't really fully understand. Maybe one day it might come out. But do you feel like, for example, 
Romero is being used as a scapegoat. Uh, this is just the other side of the argument. Used as a scapegoat because now we've got David De Gea and he's saying, do you know what David De Gea would have done this? David De Gea would have done that X, Y, Z. Bear in mind, the last few games before Valdez um, was the goalkeeper for the last game for United last season, mm-hmm. David De Gea's mind was literally in Madrid. He was making like little, little mistakes as well. Yeah. Do you think that we're just putting David De Gea on a pedestal going, David De Gea would have done this, David De Gea would have bloody scored a goal or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you think they're putting him up on this pedestal or do you think he is going to get better and this whole transfer situation will make him much more professional or do you think we're just using our red-tinted glasses as United fans and just saying Romero is crap and David De Gea would have saved everything? Um, David De Gea would have saved those um, two attempts. Um, but... Again, what David De Gea has in his mind, what's his agenda, only he would know. Um, I would only be comfortable to put him back in goal again, honestly, if he signs a new contract. As he is now, knowing his contract is coming to an end, because the, the keeper's position is vital. Yeah. It's very important. The mistake he made, was it in pre-season? Did he make the mistake? Um, yeah, pre-season where, against Barcelona. Yeah. The the this uh, you know there you saw he uh, his head wasn't right mm-hmm. his head wasn't right in last season he would have got that every day um, but all of a sudden his his mindset wasn't right and and, and as a, as a manager you notice this kind of thing yeah. where uh, um, you know where someone seems disgruntled they they haven't decided where the loyalty is if they wanted to go and of course um, Madrid took the piss and maybe in return we took the piss it's very similar to the time where Arsenal bidded forty million and one pounds for Suarez. <laughs> that, that forty no, million but, that forty million was for Suarez, that one pound was for Stuart Downing. So um whatever it was, it's just um <laughs> it became it was ridiculous. Um I don't know why it happened so late. As you said, if if we wanted I mean if Madrid wanted to sign him, they would have signed him a year ago. He may leave at the end of the year for nothing. That may still happen. But what we do this year with this with this team is very important. It's we've 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 had a bad year with Moyes. We've had a bad year with Van Hal. Last year was not brilliant. Yeah. This year has not started brilliant. It, and right. and I don't know. I'm I'm struggling to see the light at the end of the but tunnel. Start, I'm not okay, being okay, pessimistic. I'm not being light. negative. I'm being realistic. No, no, Hassan, sure. your realism is fine. And when I see you this weekend as well, my friend, yeah, then we'll probably speak this speak about this in detail and probably there'll be a lot of um, expletives. I think that's the posture of saying swear words, yeah. I believe. But um, but from what I understand, if you want to go back to stats, you want to talk about records and positivity, because I want to end on a high note, okay? Because you talk about a lot of negative stuff. Which before is you end, show, before you end, before you end, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know... Well, again, Hassan, see, another, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, know? no, but you know... News, no, no, but you know... <laughs> you know what Hassan just said? He goes, oh, you know... What's it called? If he signs a new contract, I would allow him to play. But you got to understand, United have rubbish suggestions saying that the game will continue to be frozen out until he signs out, signs signs a new deal. Now, I would personally want him back for Liverpool, especially for Liverpool. I don't want to lose to the Scousers. And secondly, you have to realise, apparently, the, the words going out saying Van Gaal even turned around and said, you know, Man United were offering the contract to De Gea. And Van Gaal says no, he'll rather prefer Navas. Sorry, yep, I'd rather have Kilo Navas. Um, I can totally understand. With Kilo Navas, he's a he's not a noisy footballer. I think that's the problem. We've signed too many noisy footballers. 
Okay. Um, in, what I mean by noisy footballers is um, drama queens. We have we have got a few drama queens in this. Yeah, but squad. David De Gea um, really, isn't exactly a drama queen. Right? The guy stayed professional throughout the whole transfer saga. He didn't no, no, no. You've not seen him open his mouth. You've not physically seen him open his his mouth. But what do you know is happening? I mean, why is it you hear his girlfriend? Oh, his girlfriend wants him to be at Madrid. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's all rumours. Come on, it's paper talk. You can't you you no, can't but, say but, that. But fact of the matter is, fact of the matter is, he's in what? How many months has he got left? Six, seven, eight months on his contract. Six months, yeah. If someone if someone wanted to be at this club, and if someone is the main goalkeeper of yeah. your club, you do not you do not run your expiry. Okay, let me give you an example. It's, now. Time, it's, time it's the same thing with listen. It's the same thing with mm-hmm. at Liverpool. If someone yeah. wants to be at that club and he still plays that important, you do not leave your contract to yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's also Mendes. You know his agent Mendes. Mendes even turned around and said, you know, because because Falcao was Mendes, well, is Mendes' player as well, because of the way Falcao was treated, he turned around and said, you know what, I'm going to treat United the way they treated my player. Simple as that. So what are you going to do okay, then? Guys, can I, okay, okay, guys, can I chime in? Because we're going into like extra talk about other unsubstantiated rumours and so forth as well, which is fine, which is cool, but it just... We don't have much time. Hair, we don't have much time. No, no, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> I don't believe quick. Waheed. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, David De Gea. For me, I personally couldn't give a crap whether he actually stayed or whether he went. Because for me, is a player who wants to actually play football. You understand? Yeah. 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 Okay, and play for a club. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His mind wasn't right. Okay, fair enough. If you want to go, listen. We all knew that as soon as he came from Atletico, it was a question even on the Red Cross as well: is how long would he stay until he went back to his motherland? Whether yeah. that be a Barcelona or a Real Madrid, okay? Because yeah. when they come calling, they want to go back to that weather. I've been to Barcelona. Barcelona's got, Spain's got brilliant weather, okay? Yeah. Compared to Manchester, which is understandable. And he's a young lad. Yes, he might be whipped because of his misses or whatever it is going back. But obviously, that hasn't gone through, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, he's the main professional. And like Hassan said rightly, he hasn't opened his mouth. But that doesn't mean that he's not a drama team behind the scenes. Now, he's come to a position where Euros are coming up next year. Yeah. He wants to play first team football. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, who's the um, main manager of Spain? What's his name? The old man, the gentleman. De- Del Bosque. Del Bosque. So Del Bosque is a very loyal guy. Yeah, yeah. If it was up to him, he'd take Casillas forever until Casillas' legs went. Okay. Yeah. But he knows that David de Gea. He rates players who come from the Premiership who are who are who are Spaniards because it's a much more tougher league. Yeah. 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 Obviously, he will pick a majority of the team from Barcelona and a uh, of Barcelona from Madrid. So David de Gea, he's got more to lose now. Yeah. It worked in our favour. So yeah. for me, I couldn't really care if he's number one or number two or even if he left. But now we're in a situation where he has to be professional. We need a goalkeeper who wants to get his act right and be professional. The same way Ala Ronaldo wanted to go to Real Madrid, okay, which was his dream. okay, yeah. And he still gave us another year and gave us a fantastic season. Yeah. A brilliant season. I see no reason why David De Gea can't do that. If he signs a contract extension... And do you know what? If our team does, which I was telling you guys a bit beforehand, yeah. the young players come into force and we've got the old guard, which is, for example, a Bastion, Rooney, when he starts to not act like a weirdo, okay, yeah. and starts playing his role, then we've got a decent team. We've got a, hopefully a balanced team. And then he might realise, you know what, I want to stay. But I think David De Gea, keeping him, is now the most positive thing that we can do going forward. Mm, okay? Absolutely. And I think that, I think that having a keeper... Who the, do you know a lot? A lot of the times, the biggest played paid players mm-hmm. want to leave. 
How yeah. many times did Rooney want to leave? How many times did he threaten to go City? Or yeah. even Chelsea? And then we welcomed him back with welcome arms because my United fans are loyal fans. The players mm-hmm. might not be loyal, but the footballers... No, the fans are loyal, but the footballers may not be loyal, okay? Okay. So, I think holding on to him might be, like you said, a really good signing. I want to end, on, on, end off on a positive note. Do you guys want to add anything else about the saga or anything like that, Hassan? Nothing, no. Hassan, um, anything at all? As long as Romero stops playing football, I'm happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Romero and Juliet, okay. For me, um, Romero, I mean, I, I, at one point I believed when you signed Laurent Blanc, I believe, like, at one point, I believe he was our worst free signing, our worst free transfer. And then came Romero, and I was like, holy smokes, we've outdone ourselves. Um, <laughs> and and uh, well, he, for me, has got to be our worst, yeah. uh, our worst <laughs> free transfer. Because we've, we've, we've bought in a few free... I mean, what, we even what, um, had Henrik Larsson for a while, we had Mike Lowen for a while, but Romero, my God, my God, he no, was like... Okay. I, th- no. I think the worst free signing... I think the worst free signing. Yeah, I know exactly. I think the worst free signing we had was Owen Hargreaves. It wasn't a free signing. Yeah, he was. We paid for him. Did we? We paid eighteen million. Now we paid money for him. Yeah, we did. We paid eighteen million for him from from Bayern Leverkusen. Do you remember? Bayern Leverkusen was it Bayern Munich? No, it was Bayern Munich. Yeah, Bayern 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 Munich. Yeah, yeah. I beg your pardon. Egg on our faces, Max. (laughs) Both Bayern. Huh? Bayern. Bayern whatever, man. Bayern yeah, München. Keep taking the place. Bayern München. Well, Leverkusen, Leverkusen or Munich, it doesn't really matter, does it? Right, guys, before we finish, I'm going to leave everything, right? I'm going to leave you guys with a shocker, right? I don't know no, if no, this hold is... Hold on. Can I say my facts, Wahid? Yeah, yeah, yeah go on, go on. Yeah? Go on, go on. Okay, my the only fact, thing that my... will shock me is the transfer window is closed and we've signed another player. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trust me, this is worse. This is worse. Did this you, is worse. Hassan, did you expect like he um, tried to win the Dubai? I like, believe the board, miracle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a positive note before uh, Wahid finishes off the hostess of the most is. Do you know what? The position that we're in now, we've won how many games so far, guys? Two. In the Premiership? Two. Two. Two, so that's six points. And one loss, yeah? Yeah. And one draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's seven points in total, yeah? Mm-hmm. Statistically speaking, in the last 20 years, okay, and you can say this is a third team or whatever you want to say it, statistically, we've come from this type of level mm-hmm. of this amount of points for the first four games, and we've gone on to actually challenge and win the title. Yep. So that's a positivity, my friend. Okay, I've got another positivity before, before I move on. Um, do you know the last time when we won the Champions League in '99? Well, before the last time, basically in '99 when we won it, right? When when we come back in Barcelona, that one night at the New Camp. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. That was the same season, right? We actually uh, had to qualify for the Champions League. So maybe, Absolutely. maybe this year, you know, <laughs> fingers crossed. Was this your bombshell? No, no, no. My bombshell was this. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm waiting to pull out my hair and you just gave me very blasé information. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. My <laughs> bombshell, my bombshell is, if, I mean, I don't know, maybe a blessing in disguise for us, but... You don't no, know your bombshell? No, That's no. a big threat. No, 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 no for, for you guys, it may be. Marco Royce 
is injured. Okay. Silence. Yeah, Michael Mark, Royce is injured. Yeah, Marco Royce is injured. He's so. always injured. Tell me something new. No, 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 no. But th- no, but you're not understanding the point here. You know, we were supposed mm. to be in for him, right? Maybe mm. it's a blessing in disguise for us, right? So I may, so you may be able to see Adnan now, now getting more minutes because he's injured, which is a good but thing for us. It is benefiting us because he's Adnan. No, 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 no. You see, you, you see, this is what you're not understanding. It is benefiting us because Adnan will get more minutes. So that means he will get more playing time. That means he will be coming back to United a much more professional player compared to what he went as. Do you understand? If 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 the rumours ain't true about the option to buy... No, no, there, there is no option to buy. Bill even turned around and said, everyone turned around and said, United even said that we're going to bring him back. Okay. There is no option to buy. Hassan, do you have any bombshells after that? Um... My um, battery is full. <laughs> <laughs> it's about an hour and a half too late. Uh, um, sorry, how long? How long has, is Marco Royce injured for? Uh, he's out for three months, I think. Wow. So that's that's that that's a good three that months. Means, of you know what that means, right? Play. You do know what that means, guys. Yeah. He would have played. You know what that means, right? Yeah. He would have played. We're gonna buy him in January for forty million now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Let's hope he doesn't get injured. What again? After January? Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Okay, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Absolutely. Good to have you on the podcast again Uh, for for the second time. Having me so late. Yeah, having you so late, mate. You, you, your battery died. Did I did did I did I turn up thirty minutes into the pod? Did you guys start thirty minutes before me? Yeah, yeah, we did. did. Because yeah. I woke up from my sleep with um, dribble down my face and I look at the phone and it's like, we're going to start without you. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I can't start without me. He's not start without me. <laughs> I call in and, and everyone's already prepared. So um, I'm sorry for um, interrupting and arriving. You better late. be sorry. Seriously. But thanks for having me. But thanks for having me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good to have your input. It's fantastic. Absolutely, Thank yeah. People love you. <laughs> okay, guys. Um... Have a great evening. Yeah, man. Take care. Yep. This has been the week. We are United Podcast. Thank you, guys.